Hi, I'm Leon Gorin, president of PEO Leadership, a peer-to-peer leadership advisory firm. We're an amazing community of CEOs, presidents, and senior executives. Ask yourself, are you learning as fast as the world is changing? It's time for Ontario business leaders to band together for counsel and support. It's time for you to tap into the business wisdom of our peer groups and unlock new ways to grow. I want you to come out of this COVID crisis a better leader and your organization ready for what's next. Take the first step at peo-leadership.com. Welcome to our first Snippets podcast of 2021, where I'm very excited to be joined by Rhonda Klausler, the National COO of RSM Canada. RSM is a professional service firm and the global leader in audit, tax, and consulting services for middle market companies. Rhonda has been with the original firm in Canada for over 23 years. She started her journey with Collins Barrow, and then in December 2018, Collins Barrow joined the RSM International Alliance and became RSM Canada. And from what I understand, it's been a fantastic journey forward. Rhonda has been a highly valued member of PO Leadership, having joined us right in the middle of this pandemic. Rhonda, it's great to have you with us today. Thanks, Leon, for giving me the opportunity to uh, to chat with you. Oh no, it's 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 great. So I'm going to kick it off with uh, bringing to our listeners' attention in November and December. You guys were recognized number one as the most admired corporate culture for 2020, and then in December you were named one of the Greater Toronto Top Employers for 2021. So I have to ask you the big questions. I mean, through this pandemic, what is it that you and RSM are doing to really help the people, the culture, the diversity, to allow you to be recognized and be one of the places people want to come to work for? Uh, Okay, well, I I don't want to tout my horn, but in addition to that, RSM Canada was also named member uh, firm of the year with RSM Global. So uh, it was a good run. I felt like we were we were in that three week period. We were running uh, sort of the lead up to the Academy Awards. And every week there was a new award. Um, but but certainly we're really super proud of of the acknowledgements. And, And I would preface it by my comments by saying it didn't it didn't happen overnight for sure it was years in the making um of course we all know um the culture of your organization is how you interact with people on a a daily basis and and that doesn't happen overnight I, i would say that a big part of of um of the I guess the, the the impact that COVID has had is is our our on our business is is really around um, how do we keep our people engaged, right? Um, okay. So we have been super super intentional about staying connected with our people, and you know we have a uh, our values at RSM are are really about creating. Um, opportunities for our people aligned with where they're um, they see their careers going but but we really are committed to delivering the, the power of being understood to our clients and that is based on how we interact with our clients and how our people are interacting with our clients and all of that is prefaced on five key behaviors which we talk about as being the, the five c's right so um, they're really ingrained in in our values and how we interact on a, a daily basis. And um, a big part of, of our culture is tied to those five C behaviors. 
So when you when you talk about those key behaviors, and, and one of the things we we spoke about earlier was the sharing of a story. Like I, I'd love to get to three sort of tangible things that our members can sort of reflect on and think about whether they should be considering these things within their organization as well. So you shared one thing about a platform or even a meeting that you run and how it's got to relate to these five C's. Can you maybe walk us through an example? Yeah. For sure. I, I think that, you know, <laughs> again, we talked about these five key behaviors, but how do we really make those part of who we are and, and not just words on paper or words that, that I share in, in meetings or our CEO shares in meetings? And so um, part of the practice that, uh, that, that we, we kicked off in terms of, of um, sharing the 5C stories, we start every leadership meeting by challenging the participants to share a story that exemplifies one of the 5Cs. So it may be, well, I'll just share one of our 5Cs is collaboration. Again, we're a professional services firm with focuses in uh, consulting, tax, and audit. We bring the most value to our relationships, to our clients, when we're bringing all of the value to our clients, right? So that requires collaboration across all lines of business. So an example um, that may maybe uh, we would start a meeting with would be um, an individual partner sharing a collaboration story where he, he or she worked with another member from a different line of business to bring value um, to a prospect. And then, you know, the, the, the best part of the story is when we actually close on this prospect and they become a client. But, uh, but those are the types of, of uh, stories that we share to make the five C's really uh, come to life for our people. Because it's really, I believe people learn by sharing stories, right? When, when others share stories or share the behaviors. Yeah, no, I agree. I, it's funny. It's it's one of the biggest things, and sometimes the hardest thing for a leader to do is to share the stories or tell things in stories. Because what we look, we learn actually. It, it's it's one of the best ways we actually learn because we retain and we 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 remember the stories that are being told. The other thing that I know you we talked about and, and you do quite often. You're doing these coffee chats, and I know you're extremely busy, but you're fitting them in every week. Tell us a little bit about that, like. So, yeah, I think it's, again, I, I'm, so you referenced I'm the CEO for RSM Canada. I'm also the Toronto market leader. In my role as Toronto market leader, I'm responsible for culture in our office. And as you highlighted, I've spent my entire career in this organization or some iteration of it. Um, and the reason I have is because of the culture um, of the organization. And it's really important to me that we maintain it uh, and that others feel that same or others experience that uh, that that the same the same thing I did. So during the pandemic, obviously, it's become more challenging because we're all working remotely. Um, I've been super intentional about uh, reaching out to our people to talk to them about their experience, what's going on, stay connected. Um, you know, on January seventh, we onboarded. 25 new people in the Toronto office. And over the course of the next couple of weeks, I will reach out to those individuals, groups of four to five, to talk to them about their onboarding experience and how has it been. And just opening up that avenue to an individual in leadership to hear, learn a little bit about them, hear about their experience, give them the opportunity to share input because we get better when people, uh, when people 
share their ideas and perspectives. And, and it also um, creates an opportunity for people to um, meet others that they wouldn't otherwise have met, right? So during COVID, we've all been um, trying to stay connected. But what I've, I've been concerned about that with, within my office is creating these silos, right? So I go back to the collaboration. That's, uh, that's one of our five C's. It's so important that we, we don't create these silos where individuals are just super laser focused on the, the, the team they work with. I want to remind them that they're part of something bigger. And um, these coffee chats provide a forum for people to be introduced to an, a colleague in a different part of the practice, right? So this morning was a perfect example. I had coffee with um, five of my colleagues, one of whom had been, who's been with RSM or the predecessor firm for 13 years, and three other people were brand new recruits, Um and I talked to them a little bit about their experience and they shared, um, you know, they shared some ideas on how we could do better. They shared areas where we did things really, really well from an onboarding perspective. It just, it, it really, one of them, and, and I'll share this, one of them um, shared that their perspective and they were joining from a very large public company in Canada. So coming from industry. And one of the things that they had highlighted as a real aha is the access to leadership. And to me, that these coffee chats really provide access to leadership. And I think that is a big contributor to the culture of RSM as well. So just just uh, how long are those, those uh, coffee chats that you run? 30 minutes. 30, 30 minutes. And do, you, do you do them more as groups or do you also do individual ones as well? I do. I do certainly individual ones as well. Um, but I do uh, the groups w- would be no more than five people, including me. So Okay. Um, and I start by having people introduce themselves and share a little bit about their story, because as I said, we're growing quickly and a lot of people haven't met um, the, the, their, their colleagues, right? So it provides that opportunity as well. So, um, and, and, and again, I think it's interesting. Uh, so it's, it's certainly something that I'm super focused on, but if it's a positive experience for the individual, then they in turn will do something similar, right? So yeah. it's, you know, Jim Smith, who was part of the, yeah, exactly. Jim Smith had a great experience, then he too will um, do the same, right? Pay it forward, if you will. And and that, that helps in this, in this virtual environment, most definitely. Now, the, the third point that we also talked about was this employee network group. So I know you guys are part of a big international team today. So you you have 50, I think 11 of these groups you were mentioning to me, but mm-hmm. I, I still think the, irrelevant of the size of the company, the, this is a real opportunity for some companies to try and engage in this and especially around diversity and culture. Can you give us a little background on the types of groups, the success of the groups and, and, and really what it's done for you and, and RSM? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Happy to. And, and as you highlighted, joining RSM has really given us um, access to this platform. So RSM has uh, certainly a, 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 a strong commitment to uh, creating an inclusive work environment. Um, and the employee network groups are just one element of it. When we've made commitments at the leadership level to um, whether it's CEO task task force, taking people offline to join um, organizations to support um, inclusive work um, environments, to 
employee network groups. So the employee network groups are really grassroots programs, right? So we have, as you, you highlighted, 11 of them. Um, and I'll just give an example. So, so one is, is called Inspiration, and it is uh, certainly you don't have to be Asian to join, um, but really the, the opportunity with, with the employee network groups is to create a platform of understanding or a place of understanding. So um, where like, like colleagues can join together to share stories, to um, inspiration actually is an interesting one in that they're very market focused, that group. And so there's a lot of different community events that they are involved in. But you don't have to be Asian to join the group. I've joined all 11 ENGs because it's a it's an opportunity for me to learn about others and and to begin to understand what their experiences are. And certainly in in the current environment, um, you know, I think that we all have an obligation to create a place of of understanding. I mean, for me, I, I think the employee network groups in, in a nutshell really create an environment where people can be their authentic selves and we celebrate it at RSM. So uh, we have a pride group. We have uh, a Canadian and African-American group. We have inspiration, as I referenced. We have a multicultural group. We have a disability group. Um, we have a veterans group. So there's there's all sorts of different. We cover the gamut. And so there's lots of opportunities for people to to join and, and learn about a different experience. Um, yeah, I shared in, in uh, I've shared with you that I come from a small community in Northern Ontario where everyone looks like me. And, you know, I certainly recognize that I was, I was privileged in, in how I was raised, and, but I don't also recognize, I don't understand everyone's experiences. And so by uh, joining these, these platforms, which are all employee driven, so they're grassroots and volunteer based, by joining these these platforms, it gives me the opportunity to learn about other experience others' experiences and and create that place of understanding. And and again, I think tying it back to culture, that is a huge contributor to our culture and our the level of employee engagement we have within within RSM Canada. So no, thank you so much. You know, it's a, you're you're an inspiration. And uh, we may have many members actually phoning you because you know, chief operating officer, we just said, you're doing all these coffee chats. You're part of 11 groups. You're running the operations of a national organization. Ronnie, you're, you're probably working all the time no. here. <laughs> no, no, Leon, let's, Leon, let's, let's be, I have a, I have a great team and, and I, it isn't that I'm doing all of these things on my own. That's for sure. Um, no, I know. But, but it is, um, but it is important. I mean, the culture, you know, we, we all say this, we spent probably more so during COVID, we spend more time working every day than we do with, with our family members or doing other activities. So it better be an enjoyable experience while you're doing it. And I really think that all of these pieces are contri- contribute to people's experiences. We have this, um, um, slide that we, we share in every every meeting, and it's called the RSM success cycle. Um, and it really starts, there's three components. We spend so much time talking about strategy and overcomplicating things. And at the very crux of it, um, our success is tied to three things. The first is talent, creating an environment for, for a talent that, well, one, hiring the best talent. Once we've hired them, creating an environment where those people feel rewarded, engaged, and like their career is developing and evolving in the way they, they would like it to go. Those same people um, 
then service our clients, right? When the, the, our clients, if our clients are happy, the practice will grow and that will result in financial success. So there's really kind of, to keep it super simple, but it all starts with our talent and that, that ties back to the culture piece, which is critically important to me. So. That's great. Rhonda, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your insights. If you're interested in our live webcast, The Wave Forward Live, and or any other snippets, please take a moment and visit us, po-leadership.com. You'll find on our site from last year, we've had some incredible guests such as Professor Janice Stein, Harvard's Rosabeth Cantor, Michael Beer, Robert Chestnut, and many more. And we're covering topics such as mental health, leadership, the world reset, government stimulus packages, and a host of others. In a couple of weeks, you'll see Dr. Jason Salk will be joining us. He's the former uh, team psychiatrist for the St. Louis Cardinals as they won the World Series a number of years ago. Uh, he'll be talking to about his new book called Relentless Solution Focus. He's absolutely brilliant, and he has spoken at our conferences um, many years ago. Anyway, thank you all for joining us today, and we look forward to seeing you again shortly. Have a wonderful day. <music>